0: Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of and audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T.
1: Crime Alert. I'm Nancy Grace. Breaking crime news now. Amar and Samira Abdullah move into a new apartment just above a PhD chemistry student. Zuming Li just before welcoming their first child. Lee frequently complains about the baby noise. The couple tries to keep the noise down, but tensions run high. The family begins noticing noxious odors in the apartment that make them feel sick. After having their appliances checked, the Abdullah set up a camera, and they catch Lee using a syringe to inject chemicals
2: into the apartment below the door frame. Nancy, Lee mixed hydrocodone and methadone at the University of South Florida's chemistry lab. The mixture caused the Abdullah's newborn to scratch at her eyes, refuse to eat and have episodes of vomiting. Umar Abdullah caught Lee on camera twice, having to adjust it in between incidents to get a clear image of what Lee did for police to review. Lee, 36, now charged with burglary, battery
1: and aggravated stalking. A Chicago news team heads out onto the streets to cover a string of armed robberies in Westtown. As the crew begins filming a little after 5 a.m., Art imitates life. Two cars drive up. Three men wearing ski masks jump out carrying guns. They demand the reporters' wallets and search the team's SUV for valuables. No one injured, but cops add the latest armed robbery to their investigation of armed robberies. More crime and justice news after this.
0: Visit Zinn.com or head to your local convenience store today to find your Zinn. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical.
1: Now with the latest crime and justice breaking news, Crime Online's John Limley. We begin in Virginia
4: as federal prosecutors have requested that the mother of a child who shot his teacher at a Newport News elementary school have her bond revoked. For more, we turn to Sydney Sumner with Crime Online.
2: The prosecution claims that Deja Taylor failed drug tests after entering a guilty plea in June. According to court documents, Taylor failed two drug tests, one on July 19th for marijuana and another on August 25th for both marijuana and cocaine. Additionally, she did not show up for private therapy sessions in August that were recommended for her. Earlier this summer, Taylor entered a plea of guilty to two federal felonies linked to drug use and owning a gun. According to police, Abby Zwerner, the boy's teacher at Richneck Elementary, was shot in January by Taylor's then six-year-old son using her gun. Taylor was released on bond to await her sentencing. Her release, however, was subject to a number of requirements, such as abstaining from drugs and going through screenings.
4: The judge is being urged by the prosecution to schedule an early hearing on this request to revoke Taylor's bond. The A federal judge in New York has determined that a business marketing triggers making semi-automatic AR-15-style rifles fire-like automatic weapons most likely misled customers into believing the devices were lawful. Despite warnings from the U.S. government, the company continued selling the device. The government's ongoing civil fraud prosecution against rare breed triggers dealt a blow to the business's defense when the judge barred the company from selling any more of its forced reset triggers until further notice. According to David Warrington, an attorney for rare breed triggers, he and the company are dissatisfied by the decision and are mulling their response. Warrington added that the decision was not considered a verdict. The historic impeachment trial of Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton is now underway, with claims of corruption going unchecked for years and the lawmaker pleading not guilty. Once again, Crime Online, Sydney Sumner.
2: The first day of the trial came to an end without Ken Paxton making an appearance in the courtroom. Paxton departed and did not come back after the state senate soundly rejected all of his attempts to get the charges dismissed. Nevertheless, his absence does not halt Texas's first impeachment trial in nearly 50 years, but it does highlight the possibility for unexpected developments in the coming weeks. Paxton wasn't the only one who departed early. By the time the trial began, there were more empty seats in the Senate gallery than there were spectators. This despite the fact that some Texas TV stations broadcast the trial live while Paxton's supporters began gathering outside the Capitol before dawn. Paxton's lawyer, Tony Busby, responded when the articles of impeachment were formally read out loud by claiming they were inaccurate or erroneous and that his client had pleaded not guilty. The Texas House of Representatives, which impeached Paxton in May, and the special prosecutors who have been pursuing him for years on state accusations of securities fraud were among the targets of his subsequent complaints during his opening remarks. The case centers on allegations that the defendant used his position improperly to assist Nate Paul, an Austin real estate developer who is one of Paxton's donors and who was indicted this summer on suspicion of lying to a bank in order to obtain more than $170 million in loans. Paul was indicted on these counts. Paxton's
4: defense has described the proceedings as an effort to subvert the will of the
1: electorate and claims Paxton, quote, gave nothing of significance to Paul. Two years after her wealthy husband's death, Lydia Abrams is engaged to her ranch hand, Keith Harper, naming him beneficiary to her estate. June 6, Lydia has lunch with Harper and tells him she intends to check on her horses at another California ranch, but would be home for dinner. When Harper comes back, Lydia is nowhere to be found. Harper reports Lydia missing, then drives all the way to Colorado for business, returning a week later. Riverside cops search the ranch home and find bed sheets with bloodstains and two spent bullet casings. They also cut out a portion of Harper's driver's seat for testing. A year after Lydia's disappearance, Harper calls 911 to report a female horse handler was in an ATV accident, but investigators determined the accident was staged and Jody Newkirk died of meth overdose. Newkirk's diary indicated she was in a relationship with Harper. Lydia Abrams, now missing over three years. If you have info on Lydia Abrams' disappearance or anything about those bloody sheets, contact Riverside County Sheriff's 951-955-2450. For the latest crime and justice news, go to CrimeOnline.com. With this crime alert, I'm Nancy Grace.